What's going on, all my podcast members? C. Jizzle and the fucking Wizzle bringing you another episode. And it's been a while. I mean, I can't remember the last uh, podcast that I did. But I'd have to say it's been every bit of two weeks. Probably a week, two weeks, in between there somewhere. Hmm. I don't know. It's been a while. And I've been thinking, oh, I need to make one, I need to make one. But I've been very depressed and worked to death lately, so... uh, I basically have gotten the past uh, couple days off. Let's see. A few days off, really. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah. So I've got tonight, tomorrow off, and then I go back to work. And... I thought, what better way to to uh, break the ice than to make a podcast episode since it's been so long. Um, there is going to be season two coming out soon, <clears throat> which, you know, it's been forever in the making. It's been forever coming, honestly. I should have made one, uh, season two probably a year ago, but I feel like if I make two years worth of podcasts... Uh, seems like that's going to be a season, so it seems like a lot of episodes in one season, but, you know, when you've got 10 years worth of podcasts, let's say, to uh, keep track of, it's really a lot more simpler if you if you do it that way, you know, if you did a season every six months or every three months and you had 10 years worth of episodes, you'd be on season 25 by, by the time, you know, uh, so... It's just the way I do things around here. Um, I don't know exactly when the when the new season is going to start, but it's going to be relatively soon. I would say within the next few months, maybe, uh, for sure. So, anywho, with that being said, we're we're drinking on some Starbucks instant coffee right now. We're not drinking on any Rolling Rocks or anything tonight. Kind of had my fix of uh, drinking beer over the past couple of nights. So, uh, right now, sipping on some coffee. I think this is my second cup for the day. And I have to say, this Starbucks instant coffee is pretty much like a lifesaver. I know it's a little expensive. It's a little high for my taste, but I don't have a coffee maker. And I don't like cheap instant coffee. I mean, you could just, you could smell it, you could taste it, you know it's instant coffee, you know. With this, with Starbucks instant coffee, you can't really fucking tell. It tastes just like you, you brewed it in a coffee pot, so. I'm going to do a couple rips off the bowl here, since I haven't smoked all day, and, um. Been running low on weed, so we're gonna really enjoy this last little bit. But, uh, so no, I mean, I, I've been really, um, I've been really busy, I've been really depressed, I've been really worn out. And I, like I said, I just keep telling myself, I know I need to make another podcast, but then three days goes by, and I'm like, man, what the fuck am I doing? So, I feel like the podcast for the past 
six months really have been kind of, I don't want to say boring, but kind of, uh, uh, I've been kind of complacent, I guess you could say. Um, it's just not really had what I wanted in it. It's not really what I had, had imagined. So, I'm taking this time, like I said, to kind of beef up the channel, kind of switch things around, hopefully bring this channel back to life, talk about topics that are, um, you know, going on here in America. And across seas. Some topics from across seas. Uh, with this channel, like I've said in the past, I don't, I don't have a script. Nine times out of ten, I don't even have any bullet points written down. I just do this strictly off the top of my head. So, I've been doing this a while, for about a couple years now. And, uh, that's just the way I do things. So, I might miss some things and leave some things out. Forget about things that I wanted to discuss. Um, sometimes I might bring it up on the next podcast, but... A lot of the things that I think about talking about, I'm going to be honest, I, I end up forgetting about. So, especially since it's been a week or two since I've done one of these. So, uh, you kind of almost forget how to do a podcast. Just like if you haven't made a YouTube video and edited it in a while, you kind of forget how to do those things. So, anywho... Now, that being said, I enjoyed my, um, my Halloween yesterday. Yesterday evening was pretty enjoyable. I mean, it could have been better. Could have celebrated a lot harder and, and whatnot, I feel like. But for what it was, you know, being around family for the small amount of time that I was, being able to relax, have a few drinks, uh, that's all it really matters to me. Got to pass out some candy to some trick-or-treaters over at my mom's house, but to be honest, it was here and there. It wasn't a lot of kids out. Nowadays, kids are doing this whole trunk-or-treat thing where you pull into a parking lot and everybody goes from everybody's car and gets candy out of their trunk. I think that's the most weird and unsafe thing that I've ever seen in my life, to have random strangers, it's just asking for someone's kid to get abducted, if you ask me, you know, you got a parking lot going on where there's so many kids, there's so much, uh, people are paying attention to other people's costumes, there's so many distractions and whatnot, it's really easy for someone to just pick up your kid, put them in, your, in their car and take off on you. And then you don't know what their license plate is. You don't know what they look like. It's kind of dangerous, if you ask me. And a lot of parents and shit will say, oh, it's not that dangerous because we're we're all there together in the parking lot. and Whatever. It's a lot more safer to take your kid door to door and do it the old-fashioned way. So... That being said, it's also just more traditional to do it that way. It's like having Christmas without a Christmas tree. It just wouldn't really be the same. 
So um, that's why we didn't have very many trick-or-treaters come up through my mom's neighborhood. And it's not really a ritzy-titsy neighborhood. It's, you know, a lot of kids are going to places that are, you know, in Pleasant Plains or Panther Creek or Indian Hills, you know, other subdivisions outside of the city and whatnot where they have $200,000, $300,000 houses and shit. Anywho, it was fun for what it was. So something kind of really weird has happened. Changing the subject back to work, which that's going to be something else. I'm not going to be talking too much about work here in the future because it seems like that's all I was doing here in the recent past was talking about work. But it has a lot to do with how my day went and why I'm in the mood that I'm in and blah, blah, blah. So, anywho, I requested off Halloween in the calendar request off book thing that they have at work. And basically, if you need to take time off, you have to put it in two weeks in advance in this calendar book. And so, I was thinking about um, Thanksgiving and Christmas, New Year's, Halloween. And as I was thinking about it, I'm like, well, I better go in there and take Halloween off too. So I did. And instead of her just giving me Halloween off, which is literally the only day I requested off in October, I didn't request off anything in November except for Thanksgiving. But for some reason, instead of just giving me October 31st off, like I requested, she gave me off Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Four days off in a row. It's a big slap in the face to me, in my opinion. Um, and not only that, but then whenever I seen this next week's schedule, she has it to where I only have like 30 hours. Now I've been getting 40 hours. I've been getting worked five days a week, six to eight hour shifts. Um, And so anyways, to me, it's a big slap in my face to go from 40 hours to 20 hours to 30 hours again, but we'll get to that in a minute. So she gives me four days off, and long story short, I had a feeling that the day of, or the day before I was going to be off, whenever I was working, I'm like, I bet you tomorrow she's going to try and call me in, or somebody's going to call off, or something, you know. So I come home, I go to sleep, I wake up the next morning, and sure enough, my first day off. It hasn't even been two days. And she's already asking me if I can come in and work from four to midnight. Now, the circumstances were because her great-grandmother died. 
supposedly. I don't believe it. I don't believe their great-grandmother died, but anywho. Even if she did die, she had even said, talking about her in the past, that she didn't really give a fuck about her great-grandmother. She was just waiting for her to croak. That she knew this time's been coming, and she just they're all just waiting for her to die. So... Also, whenever my grandmother died, she didn't give a fuck about me needing the time off that I needed. So, anywho, uh, so I had a rough night the night before, and I'm like, fuck no, I'm not going in. Fuck no. Because I got to thinking, first of all, I don't owe you anything. Second of all, you scheduled me for this day off. And third of all, who goes to a funeral in between the hours of four in the evening and midnight? 90% of the time, anytime I've ever heard about a funeral, it's like nine, ten in the morning, maybe noon or one or two, but it's never in the evening. I don't know. I don't know why. It's just maybe because people have lives and they want to go home and tend to their families and stuff, even the people at the funeral homes. I don't know. Um, but it just, to me, it reeked of a lie, you know, all, all the way around. She was pulling my leg. So, she, the next day goes by, which was Halloween, I do believe. So, it was, it's been a whole day, let's just say, in between, that she hasn't messaged me. So I was off one day, she messaged me on my first day. I was off the next day, which was, she didn't message me. And then she messaged me the third day, and asked me if I could come in again. So that's two times in four days that she's asked me if I could come in. And if she wouldn't have spit in my face and cut my hours back I would have had more reason to so anyways the moral of the story is nobody gives a fuck about you when you need your time off but if it's somebody else they're gonna damn sure give it to them and there's a lot of favoritism that goes on there <coughs> because Two or three of the people that work there come from the same city, which is out of town, about 30 miles away. So they, they, they kind of have this pact going on already from the beginning because they're all from Taylorville. Um, with that being said, I've been there the longest. I've been there for four or five months, I do believe. And I picked up a lot of bullshit shifts and taken a lot of... Uh, things for the team only to be shit on you know in my opinion so um, so yeah I wanted to prove a point that first of all you don't cut my hours back for no for no apparent reason for two you don't fucking give me four days off in a row because that just tells me that you're trying to fuck with my hours Especially when I didn't request that off. And for three, don't sit there after the fact 
and cry about the fact that you're drowning when you were the one that jumped into the fucking river or into the ocean and didn't know how to swim. So, that's pretty much my, my outlook on it. She messaged me again, and I think it was for the second or third time, and said, could I come into work? Because she's been crying for the past three days. Boo-hoo. Boo-hoo. Like I said, whenever I was crying, whenever I was mentally a wreck, she didn't give a fuck. She wanted me to come back to work. She didn't give me the time off that I needed, and it sure as fuck wasn't paid for. So... I found out from another co-worker that she's been taking the day off and she's been on the clock. She goes home and then she calls back up later that night and has somebody clock her out. So she's going and sitting at home while she's on the clock some days whenever I'm not there and she's getting paid for it. Now, I don't know in, in, anybody's mind who thinks that that's okay but <clears throat> stealing company time is worse than stealing money or something in my opinion because she's deliberately going behind their back knowing that it's wrong doing it I mean who the fuck thinks that they could just sit at home and get paid for doing nothing it's crazy and not only that but then she's going to take hours away from somebody like me who actually does not only my work but her fucking work and everybody else's so after she found out that she fucked up that she didn't have nobody scheduled right and after she realized that I'm going to stop being her little puppet and she can fucking use me whenever she wants she, she bumped my hours up from 20 hours or so to 30-something hours. 30, I think, is what it is. But she's going to try asking me one of those days if I can come in. So ultimately, she's going to be giving me 40 hours. But there's a, there's a trick with it. There's a scheme. Even though they say you're at 40 hours. She could have you on the schedule um, five days a week, and on every one of those five days, she could have you scheduled until one in the morning or midnight, but you're only going to be there till 11 or 12. You're not going to be there till one in the morning or midnight. So five of those days, an extra hour a day that she's over accounting for, it really puts you at 35 hours. You know, if you were to leave on time, at, like you normally do. So she's over-projecting hours. She's saying that you're getting 40 hours, but you're only getting 35. And she's trying to cover her own ass. But it's also fucking me in the process. Just like some of these hours, she says, I'm at 30 hours this, this next week. But it's probably like 26 or 28. So it, it, she likes to make it look good. But when the store closes at 10 and you got me on the schedule till 11, there's some days we get out of there at 10, 10 or 10, 15. So that's a whole 40 minutes that I lost out on just for that one day. And that adds up. So 
she's been thinking that I'm not paying attention. And it's it's just so crazy and so shocking what this company has been trying to get away with within the past four months with me. Let alone everybody else. They are so wrong in what they're doing and they're so cheap. They're such cheapskates that it's not even funny. And there's, a, there's no wonder why a company like this can't keep any good work. Um, there's another kid that's worked there for a while, for about a year, I don't know, and he says that, uh, you know, people, management just come and go, it's probably been a change in shift leads like three times since he's been there, and then he's went through two GMs, I do believe. Maybe three, I don't know, but the point is, people don't stick around there. And that's because they have a fucked up structure at that, at that company, at that particular location, for sure. I don't know if it's at all Pizza Hut's, I'm sure it is, because they just let these young kids run the store however they want. There's no structure. So, people like me, that are hard workers, that go to work every day, that do a good job, that hold their own way, that are good leaders, are getting fucked over, getting their hours played with, you know, and, and I'm such a dedicated worker that I ride my bike to work every fucking day and I ride at home. No matter if it's snowing, no matter if it's raining, no matter if it's negative 10 degrees outside, I'm riding my bike to work, so that tells me, that tells everybody right there that I'm a fucking dedicated worker. So when you poke a dedicated worker in the eyeball, and then expect them to stick around, you know, the turnover rate is just abysmal. <clears throat> so I'm sitting here right now in my apartment, enjoying tonight. And tomorrow off, because when I looked at this next week's schedule, she's got me off not only Wednesday. <clears throat> I thought I was going to have to go back tomorrow, which is Wednesday, since tonight's Tuesday. But she's got me off tomorrow, and then I don't have to be at work until about 5 o'clock in the evening on Thursday. So, like I said, I'm enjoying it, taking advantage of it much as I can because I haven't had two days off in a row in the whole four or five months that I've been there. It's always been like Tuesday and Saturday, Monday and Wednesday. It's always been something. And there's never been a week where, usually where, I don't have to work a fucking morning shift. So next week, I don't have any morning shifts on there. I still get my two days a week off. Oh, who knows, you know, like I said, I might get three days off in a row if she does the next week's scheduling the way that she has been. So, who knows. But what she doesn't realize is she's giving me more chance and more time, more opportunities to go and put my app in 
at other jobs that are going to pay me what I deserve and give me the hours that I want. So she's really shooting herself in the own foot, in her own foot, because she thinks that, oh, if I cut his hours, it's going to, it's going to get to him, it's going to punish him. The only person he's going to be hurting is himself. That's what she keeps thinking. And ultimately, she needs to be thinking, she needs to be kissing my ass as much as she can to keep me around. Because she needs me more than I need her. Let's put it that way. She needs good, dependable, loyal workers more than I need a job. Let's just put it that way. I could find pretty much any job out there. I just haven't been trying. I haven't had time. I haven't had time to even put in applications, let alone go out and look for a job. But if she keeps giving me four days off in a row, or three days off in a row, or even two days off in a row, that's going to give me more time to be able to get out there and look for another job. And she better hope and pray that I don't, because if I get any offer, I don't care if it's a dollar less than what I'm making now, an hour, I'll take that motherfucking job, I'm telling you. I could be making $2 less an hour than what I'm making. And only making 30 hours a week. I'm taking that fucking job. There's less headaches, you know, getting paid almost the same. I'm, like I said, I might take a dollar or two pay cut. I might take four to six hours pay cut a week, um, that doesn't bother me. Because to make one dollar less an hour and to get four hours less a week is like chump change in my opinion, for one. And for two, if I had to work, if I got to work somewhere else, with less bullshit, with less politics, with, uh, you know, less expected of me, really. I mean, they expect me to work like a Hebrew slave, where I work. And you get no recognition for it, you get no um, incentives to do better or anything. It's crazy. It's fucking absolutely crazy. And they think, you know, a lot of these companies think, oh, if we're paying you $15 an hour, you should be kissing our ass. And that's not the way it works, because like I said, in two months, everywhere's minimum wage is going to be 15 an hour. They need to be paying people 18 an hour to really get people's attention, to really get good workers in there. Because, like I said, in a couple months... You're still going to be ahead of the game paying people $3 more than minimum wage. So, you know, these companies are going about it all ass backwards. And they're expecting people to do the work of somebody who's getting paid $20 an hour as an assistant. They're expecting you to do that, but you're only going to get paid 16 And you still got to do all the same bullshit. Pretty much. And they think, oh, since it's over minimum wage, that's fine. That's okay. No. 
it doesn't work that way. So, <clears throat> if you want to keep your keep good workers around, you better fucking pay them. You better give them the hours they deserve. You better pay them, or they're gonna just walk down the fucking street. And you know that's the thing. A lot of these companies think that I need them; they don't need me. And it's that's that's why it's hard to find a lot of workers nowadays because McDonald's and Hardee's and and all these corporations like Walmart they think people are indisposable. They think people, like I said, need them. And it's the other way around. These companies need people more than, you know, to keep their business afloat. And, you know, eventually you're going to run out of people that are good workers that you can use. That are actually going to want to apply for that job. Let's put it that way. It's going to come a time where... Not only does nobody want to work, which, I mean, everybody in America right now is sitting on their ass collecting money and not working. No matter what people are saying, the statistics are, I don't give a fuck. I already know, just from looking at my state alone, that people are just sitting around collecting money off the government still. They've been doing it for years. They're going to continue doing it. And if you can sit around on your ass and get paid, who wouldn't do that and, and get free money? If the chance came about. If somebody said, hey, you can sit at home and not do a fucking thing and get paid, who wouldn't do that? So there's no incentive for people to get back out there and make money actually working for their money, for their dollar, because they're just going to get taxed by the government anyways. So every dollar, or no, every $15 an hour that somebody makes, they're probably getting taxed, they're, they're probably making like $13 an hour, ultimately. I don't know. But... It's crazy. This fucking job market is crazy. And you hear people talking about how, oh, it's not that bad. You know, there's more jobs right now than there was in 2008. Blah, blah, blah. Uh. There might be more jobs now than in 2008, but that's only because the population has risen and there are more workers. But that doesn't mean that the percentages are, you know what they were in 2008. Hmm. So, sitting at home, making some pork roast, some pork loin roast, and I just started it not too long ago, but I had to um, I had to do a few things. First of all, I had to do some dishes, and then I had to walk down to Jimmy John's and get some bread. 
And I know people that are listening are like, what? You had to fucking get bread from Jimmy John's. Yeah. So I learned from somebody on the internet. And I don't know when. I don't know who. I think it was like a couple months ago maybe. I don't know. But I learned that you can buy loaves of bread for $2 from Jimmy John's. And I've been wanting to go down there and get some to make garlic bread in my oven. But I was making this pork loin roast tonight. And I got to thinking. You can make pork loin roast sandwiches. That would be fucking delicious. And so, this roast has to cook for like six, seven more hours. Something like that. And so, first things first, I cut up an onion really thin and I put those slices in the bottom of the crock pot because it keeps the loin roast from sticking to the bottom. And it adds flavor. So, uh, instead of using a Lipton onion soup mix or whatever in it, I just cut up an onion and sprinkle the roast with um, garlic powder, put garlic powder all the way around it, pat it down, and then I take some Mrs. Dash, which has more garlic and stuff in it, but it has more seasonings, and I go around the outside and do the same thing again. With the Mrs. Dash, I always use the yellow cap. I always use the original for some reason. It's the one I grew up on. It's the one that goes with everything else. I can put it in mashed potatoes. I can use it in anything. So, um, I almost forgot that I fucking had some Mrs. Dash. And I was trying to figure out what else that I could use for a seasoning, for a dry rub. And I have some minced garlic in there that I was going to use. I just use garlic powder instead. And I was going to use some of this um, Uncle Joe's. It's called Foul Mouth. But it's a chicken rub. But I tasted it earlier and I was like, you could definitely use that on a pork loin roast. Um, so yeah, I was going to do that. I was going to use Uncle Joe's at first, but then I ended up using Mrs. Dash and garlic powder. So, anywho, I think it's going to be fucking delicious to take a loaf of bread, cut it in half, put it in the oven, and get it nice and toasted and everything. And I don't know if any of you have had Jimmy John's before or had their bread but it's good by itself. I mean, I've never toasted their bread before. I don't even think they offer it toasted in any of their stores. But I'm sure it's fucking delicious. And when you take that crispy, fresh, white bread. It's like a sweet bread. And you get it crispy like that. And then you put pork loin. Some, some tender, seasoned pork loin on it. And I, if I had some, I'd put like some shredded provolone or mozzarella cheese on it. And it would be fucking delicious. But I don't have any cheese. 
but it's still going to be delicious. I mean, in the juices and everything, it's going to be like dipping it in all juice sauce. Now, the last hour, I'm going to take this um, herb and garlic marinade. And I'm going to kind of just drizzle it over the top of it here and there, very lightly. And see how it tastes, you know, within the last hour. I think you're supposed to baste it every 20 minutes. But, um, I'm kind of worried that if I do use this marinade, then it might fucking throw off my flavors. I don't know. So we're going to see how it tastes. Um, there really isn't much reasoning for me to use the marinade if my flavors are starting to smell good and everything's starting to taste well because I don't want to crack open a, a thing of marinade and only use a quarter of it or use half of it and then the rest of it just sits in my fridge and goes bad so originally that's what I bought it for was for this pork loin roast but um I'm hearing that, you know, if you use dry rub seasoning with a, with a half a cup of water and onions, generally the flavor comes out perfectly anyways. So, I don't know. We're going to see. I'm probably going to end up having another cup of coffee and going online and seeing what's going on on Facebook and everywhere else I've got about six more hours left on this roast so <clears throat> generally you want to cook it for about six hours on low uh, you can cook it in about four hours on high three to four hours um, but mine was a little still frozen on, on the inside in the middle so I want to just I want to cook it for longer but I don't want to cook it at too high of a temperature because then it'll dry it out it'll be tough um, so we're going to do it low and slow and um, might even have to add some more water to it a little bit but I think it's going to be the most tender and juicy pork loin roast that I've ever made. <laughs> I'm excited. I mean, that's all I can keep talking about. And putting that, like I said, on that nice sweet bread. Oh my gosh. So I really enjoyed, like I said, my Halloween. The night before, um, on December 30th, not December 30th, October 30th, going into the 31st, as soon as midnight hits, it's Halloween. And that's generally the time whenever I celebrate anyways. It's the night before, instead of on Halloween. It's, you know, the night whenever I'm usually watching scary movies and shit. I still might watch scary movies after Halloween, 
you know, but watching Michael Myers and watching Freddy Krueger and shit like that, that's usually done on Halloween's Eve. So, anywho, had a pretty good night. Had a pretty good few days being off of work. And, um, yeah, I'm glad that she thought that, you know, it got to me or anything and gave me tomorrow off too because, like I said, that just gives me more time. So, gives me time to do more um, laundry and put in more job applications and just relax for one more day. so great nowadays because you can put it in many job apps online on your phone sitting in your bed back whenever I was I first started working (coughs) I think I was around like 18 Um, that was 2008 And it seemed like back then, not only was the job, um, not only did the country have a job shortage and was just coming out of the recession, but, um, well, I say they were just going into a recession, but, um, it was so different back then. It was so much different. I mean, you didn't really have. You could get online and apply for a job, but it wasn't like it is today. There's many businesses that encourage people to apply online instead of paper apps. Back then, when I was 18, they encouraged you to apply in person. It was completely ass-backwards. They wanted to see what you looked like. They wanted to get a feel for you. Kind of be able to judge you. But nowadays, they don't give a fuck. They're just like, go in there, go online, put in the app. And then we'll do the interview. It was crazy, you know, how things have just flip-flopped. <laughs> it's crazy as fuck. And, you know, even with society. There's certain things that we used to do back in the 90s and 2000s. Um... And you got these kids that are talking about it like it we're from the fucking 60s and 70s. Like, we're dinosaurs and shit. Or, you know, how times were so different and crazy. You got kids that are actually talking about the 90s and 2000s, just like the 60s and 70s. That's crazy. It makes me feel old as fuck. <laughs> it really does. And to think that those days are never going to come back. They're dead. Those were some of the greatest times of my life. You know, uh, my teenager years were probably the last generation who had fun growing up. 
you know, drinking out of the water hose, <clears throat> getting sodas from the soda machines for like 50 cents, gas was fucking a dollar a gallon, I can, I can remember going to, um, to Disney World whenever I was in the year 2000, whenever I was 10 years old, and so that was, like I said, in the year 2K, I can remember going down to Florida and the gas was like a dollar, dollar eight, dollar fifteen at the most. And nowadays, it's just fucking completely crazy how everything is just skyrocketed. Milk, eggs, meat, gas, everything. Fucking can of soda. Now places you can't even get a can of soda, you gotta get a bottle, and it's two dollars out of a soda machine. And that's crazy to, to look back and say a soda costs four times much than what it did whenever I was a kid. So what happens in the next twenty years? It's gonna cost eight times more than what the fuck it was when I was a kid. And that's what you gotta think about. It's gonna be five dollars to get a Coke. That's what it's going to be like. It's going to be five fucking dollars to get a soda. To get a 20 ounce uh, bottle. It's not For a two liter, it's going to be, fuck, twice as much. It's going to be ten dollars to get a fucking two liter. Or close to it. It's going to be like eight dollars. Just think about that. Twenty years from now. Unless somehow... This country pulls a rabbit out of its ass and starts, you know, um, making the prices of everything come down and making a profit. And coming back from $30 trillion of debt, which I, I just really doubt that. So, I really doubt that. Things have been getting worse in the past 30 years. They haven't been getting better. They're not going to fucking get better. The debt just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. This country keeps sinking and sinking and sinking. And everybody's just along for the fucking magic carpet ride. It's absolutely bananas. And it's the same thing. You know, uh, the politicians think the same thing. That this country's going to get better. We're going to make it out of this. We're going to start producing jobs. And everybody's going to start making money again, and the economy is going to take off. That's not what the fuck's going to happen. The economy has to crash before anything can even think about getting better. And how long it's going to crash for, who knows. There's no set time where, oh, we just got to shut the, we just got to shut down for a year. Or, oh, we just got to shut down for a few months. The economy could literally shut down for the next 5, 10 years or fucking forever. Who knows? Could be fucking... This country could not make any money for the next 30 fucking years. Nobody knows. There's no magic number. So... And what are you going to do? What are your kids going to do? How are you going to fucking feed your kids when... Gas is fucking $50 a gallon because you can't get it from anywhere. 
you know, how are you going to be able to uh, fill up your electric car or top it off if the electric stations aren't powered anymore? These companies are going to shut down. There's no, you know, when the economy shuts down, all these electric car generator powered thingy-majigs that you plug your fucking car into is going to also shut down. There's no reason for companies to stay open and do business when nobody has money to pay these businesses to begin with. It's going to get fucking crazy. I don't know exactly when that, per se, is going to happen within the next 20 years, 50 years, 100 years, who knows. Could be within the next 10 years, for all we know. But, you know, <laughs> it's not going to get better. Things have to get worse before they get better. So, just keep that in mind. When you're out here blowing all this money. When you're fucking buying a $60,000 car that you don't need. Or wasting money by giving it to people for rent. That's money that you're never going to get back again. And people, especially here in the United States, are just throwing money away like it's fucking, like it's nothing. Like it's fucking candy or something. Like they're at a parade and just throwing candy. That's what they're using their money like. They're trying to live like fucking Kim Kardashian and Donald Trump on a salary of Somebody who's never going to be, you know, I don't even know how to compare that. They're trying to live like somebody who makes $100 an hour, and they don't even make $20 an hour. So just put that into perspective. They're trying to spend four times as much than what they should. They're trying to trying to make themselves look big, trying to act the part, you know, there's a lot of different reasons why people in America blow money. <clears throat> when you when you look at the fast food industry, people blow so much food nowadays, especially, the prices of things are ridiculous. You can go to, to Burger King and you could easily spend $20 at Burger King nowadays, just on yourself, easily, or very close to it, you know, you get a couple burgers, you get a fry, maybe you get a large fry, you get a large drink, you're easily spending fucking over $10, in between $10 and $20 on one person, two people and I see this a lot in America. Two people that go out to eat could easily spend over $30 on two people. Easily. $30. I'm going to say 60 bucks on two people. To go out to a nice restaurant and to eat somewhere. Easily. Especially with a tip included. So, you got to think about that. That one night that you and your sweetie 
went out and had dinner at Applebee's, that could have been towards your grocery bill. And I don't know about you, but 50 or 60 bucks is a lot of money in groceries. I mean, to certain people. I mean, it doesn't buy you a lot nowadays, but it's at least going to fucking help. You know, like, <laughs> I could I could easily spend $50 in groceries, but the point is, one night, for going out and enjoying yourself, going to a restaurant and whatnot, and people do it all the fucking time. There was a friend that I, that I had that me and him aren't friends anymore. We used to be really close. And for some reason, he he had this fucking mentality that he had to try and be more than what he was. To try and escape his own life. Because his life was fucking miserable every day. So, spending money and trying to act like he was something that he wasn't got him away from his fucked up life. And it made him feel better. And I'll never forget, you know, that's actually why we stopped being friends. Because... I told him about, I called him out on the bullshit, you know, I'm like, dude, this has absolutely nothing to do with me, and I don't give a fuck how much money you spend, but he would always brag about it, and he would always throw it in people's face about, oh, we got to do this, and oh, we got to do that, and we spent this much money doing it, so he came out and he told me that he spent, like, $1,800, on a pair of tickets to go to this fucking concert that was the stupidest concert that I've ever... I've never even heard of these fucking people. And to think that they're $900 for each ticket, and you spent $1,800, is fucking stupid and crazy, ignorant, and it has... You know, if you think you're going to get praise from me over that, I mean, you're just completely silly, but he expected for me to be like, oh, that's awesome, and, oh, um, you're big balling, I guess, I don't know what the fuck he wanted, but it was really disgusting to me that we've got people that are starving on these streets, we've got kids that will go to sleep with, with no food in their stomach in America, and you're going around blowing $1,800 like you think it's cute or something. Like you think it's cool. Like you think, uh, you know, people like me actually give a fuck about. And I don't. I hate to say it. You know, even if it was somebody that was notorious, like Mick Jagger or fucking Aerosmith or whoever, I still would say you're a fucking idiot for spending $1,800. It's just, it's ignorant. So... It's a waste of money. It's a waste of resources. And it's disgusting. For people to... You know, I say the same thing about big company executives that get on a fucking plane and they go out and spend $100 on a plate for dinner. I think, you know, or more. Spending $2,000 on a bottle of wine and shit. I think that is completely disgusting. In my opinion. It's, it's, it makes me think very, very low of you. Let's just put it that way. 
And he wanted me to, to praise him for it. That he was a great person and he's accomplished so much in his life because he could spend two grand in fucking two hours. And so that's why me and him aren't friends anymore. You know, and... <laughs> It's crazy that that's what a lot of Americans think is the way of life now. That's how you should live. Whoever has the biggest trunk that costs 80 grand or 100 grand, whoever has the biggest house that has six bedrooms and five bathrooms, that's what everybody thinks is the American dream now. It's so fucking disgusting. It's so <laughs> crazy what America... You know, it is the way it's going to. It's crazy. The standards, the morals, all the way around. It's going in a shithole. And I don't want any part of it. I don't want any part of anybody that changes my country into a shithole. So, people who, who try and uh, gloat about themselves and shit, and I don't know. So anyways... I'd like to make a longer podcast tonight. Really would. I'd probably like to make another hour-long podcast, but I can't because my phone's battery has been really kind of loopy lately. It's been taking a while to charge up, and it hasn't really been staying charged for very long. And I don't have the charger that I really should be using. But... I, I actually want to make sure that I keep it charged, for one. And I've got a few other things to actually research tonight and do. So, plus, i got to watch some movies and relax. Keep an eye on this pork loin roast for the next five and a half hours. And get on Duolingo and practice some Chinese language. So... That's another thing I'll talk about in my next segment, is Duolingo and how I've been doing with that. I just started learning Chinese a couple of days ago. I learned my first lesson. So, instead of learning Spanish, I've switched to learning Chinese, because I think it's going to be more useful in the future. Um, it's a lot more exciting to be able to learn Chinese. I think it's going to be a lot harder, but... I feel like I can learn Spanish later down the road at any time, but Chinese, I know people have said they've studied for 10 years, and it's still so hard to, you know, they still don't know everything. Anywho, until the next one, see Jizzle and the Wizzle signing off. It was real, it was fun, but here lately it hasn't been real fun. So... Like I said, content's going to be changing somewhat. It's going to be somewhat the same, but it's going to be a little different. I don't know when Season 2 is going to start, but Season 2 is going to start soon. And I'm going to try to start posting more videos more frequently throughout the week. Instead of going one or two weeks without posting anything. So, trying to keep this channel on what I've envisioned it. and. Uh, Stop being lazy about it, really. So, anywho, it was real, like I said, and it was fun, but it hasn't been real fun. 
tune in for the next one. See Jizzle signing off.